Bokatov Shabuatov. Today's daf is daf Lamed in Tanis. Daf Lamed. Again, we learn for four Shlema for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. Says the Gemara from the about the eighth line down on the page. Erev Tishabov Loyochalam Beifafshal Mishnah said a few days ago that on Erev Tishabov you're not supposed to eat uh, a meal that has two cooked dishes, even let's say, uh, you know, poultry with some fish. Um, or an egg, anything that's cooked, two different things, or, and also, you should also not drink any meat or drink wine. So what do we mean there? That you're not supposed to be air of tissue. Is it the whole day? Says the Gemara, no. It's only from noon on, on air of tissue above. But in the morning, until noon, you're allowed to eat anything you want. Another Bryce says, in Rav or it's, a, it's an Amora, but another, it's as Tanya Kavasa at each one, but we'll see. We'll see. But another Girsa in Rafiuda was Loshon Ola Besuda Mafsikba. It's only the Suda Mafsekis, meaning the last meal that you eat before the fast starts. Ava Besuda Shein Mafsikba. But if, you, if, it's, if you're going to have a, a later meal, then you're allowed to eat anything. Vitarvayu Lakula. And they're both Lakula, meaning we take both, of, both points Lakula. What does that mean? That if you're eating even in the afternoon, let's say you're eating at two or three in the afternoon, but you're still going to have another meal, you're still going to have a pseudo offset because then you're allowed to eat anything you want. Again, that, that's so when we say only uh, only in the more only the isra is only after in the afternoon. That's only if that's also the pseudo mafsekis. So that means that if you have the pseudo mafsekis in the morning, both we're going both ways lakula. Meaning, if your last suit is at ten o'clock in the morning, you could still eat anything you want, even though it's the pseudo mafsekis because it's not noon time yet. And even if it's afternoon, if you're going to have another meal afterwards, that's also mutter. So they're both ideas of lakula. If you tell me the, the last suit that you eat, even if you eat at 10 o'clock in the morning, you can't eat, uh, you can't eat meat and wine. Uh, if that's your suit of seconds. It's only the later, it's the latter of the two, meaning the later of the two, whichever is later. Neither the Sudamafsekas or the six hours. If you tell me it's only also from six hours and on, have me enough food with But if you only say six hours and on, I'm say fine. I might have a meal at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's I can't eat meat then. Even if I'm gonna have a meal later on at three o'clock in the afternoon. Kamashwa, no. So it's the later of the two. When what which meal may you not eat any more meat and wine? That's only the later of the two, either six hours or the Sudamafsikba. But if you have a Sudamafsikba at four o'clock in the afternoon, you're, then the meal that you eat before then, you're allowed to eat meat and wine, even if it's in the afternoon. Tanya Kalishta, come, Tanya Kalishta, Basra. There's a Brysa, like the first Lush and second Lush, and this is Rabbiuta's and Amora, but there's a Brysa confirming each opinion that we have here in Rabbiuta. Tanya Kalishta, Basra. We have an opinion like the latter one that talks about the Sudamafsikba, Hasoe. Arab Tishabov, if you're eating a meal, Arab Tishabov, if you're planning on having another meal, so in the meal that you're eating now, let's say at one, two in the afternoon, you're allowed to drink wine, drink wine and eat meat if you're planning on having another meal. If you're not planning on having another meal and it's now in the afternoon, you're not allowed to. That means you're eating in the afternoon. He says we are Arab Tishabov, that means you're in the afternoon, because in the morning, certainly you're allowed to eat. Tanya, under all circumstances, you're allowed to eat in the morning until noon, even if, you're, even if it's your Sudamafsikba, because it's not yet noontime. But in the afternoon, it's only usr if it's your, your Sudamafsikba. 
Again, so again, if you're planning on eating another meal, and it's early in the afternoon now, but it's afternoon, but you're planning on another meal, then you're allowed to eat meat and drink wine at this meal. The imlav, if you're not planning to, also because that's your pseudomafsikba. If your pseudomafsikba is one, two in the afternoon, then you can't eat any meat or drink wine. Tiny Kalishna Kama, a brisa, like the first lesson that we talked about, the six hours. You shouldn't eat either two cooked dishes, even if it's not meat, let's say poultry and eggs or whatever, fish and eggs. Also, you shouldn't eat meat and drink wine. You should change your minag, meaning you're allowed to eat these things, just eat less. Make it a smaller meal. So before we even get to the idea of the six hours, but this price at first gives us a preamble listing uh, the machlokas we had in the Mishnah. Are you allowed to eat meat and drink wine? The Tanakhama says, no, you can't eat it at all if it's your suda mafsikba, or if it's in the afternoon. And, and uh, if it's your suda mafsikba, correct, or, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's afternoon. Drink Lilomer, you should change. Change, you know, it's do, do less, eat less than you normally eat. What does that mean? How do you change? We're gonna have different examples here, but all of them tell you that you should have not more than half of what you normally eat. If you normally eat two cooked dishes at a meal, have one. If you normally had a meal with 10 people uh, for your kavod, you know, you have a lot of people invite, you have a big kiddush there, then uh, not more than five. In other words, he always gives an example. It's not stam that he gives because every example is half. So it's mash, but you can't have more than half. If you normally drank 10 cups of wine, <laughs> right? right? So you have, have five cups, have five cups, no more. Here's, the, here's what we're concerned about. This is a Bryce approving like the first cheetah that we brought down in Rebuda. That's only when, if it's in the afternoon, afternoon, six hours, always hours, of course, means shows money, so it means uh, six, it would be noon on a six to six day. But if it's in the morning, then every allowed to eat whatever you want. Tanya Irach, another Bryce says, another Bryce says that you're not, that's like our Mishnah, and like the first Bryce that you can't have two cooked dishes. Again, you shouldn't eat meat or drink wine. That's from Mayor. is like the sheet that we had in Shimingam Leo, that you should change. have less. Kate said, he gives another example. Here we went by the weight. Litra is, let's say, a kilo, some, some measure of weight. If you had a litra busser, you have half. If you normally had a log of wine, that's a substantial amount. You have drink half a log. If you normally don't drink any of that, any wine, or eat any meat, then also you certainly can't. So the point is, all the examples we gave are half. This doesn't mean, though, that you have to eat less, right? This means you, you shouldn't eat. You shouldn't eat more than half. You shouldn't eat meat. more than half of meat. You can have bread. Yeah, 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 yeah. You we can fill you yourself. Can up fill, of course, of course, you should. You should. Right. Let's say you had uh, like radishes or salty dish. These are not good meal. These are not good things. These are things that are considered to be not tasty, and that's it's not the, that's not a ta'anug. And therefore, you're allowed to eat those things. You're allowed well, to. Malich is like oversalted. Yeah, it's going to make you worse. It's going to make you thirsty. It's going to over oversalted meat or fish is called maluach. If you're eating now because of your sudamaf seconds, because you're supposed to have a meal before the fast. If it's because of tishbav, then like we had before. You also can't wash. Let's say it's not because of Tishbav, let's say it's for some other fast. 
Um, Rashi says, "Exam mafsik bavatana sibor inami suda shein mafsik bar." Or it's not the suda mafsekus; it's the suda before. Let's say you have two meals erev tishbav. One in the afternoon, that's your suda mafsekus. One in the morning, that's not because of tishbav. Then mutar lechol baser lishtasyan baaser lirchos. So he says it's still aser to wash, even on erev tishbav. Kol sheinim shum tishbav mutar lechol baser lishtasyan baaser lirchos. He says it's still aser to wash. In other words, to wash your body it doesn't mean the parts of your body. It means to have to take a, a full uh, hot bath. That would be a, that would also, which is a big chiddush, right? It is if it's a suda masekis for some other fast. It's still some sort of a fast. You shouldn't be washing it. He takes out the word basar. It doesn't mean the, it, it's only a basar because not talking in the morning. Because as long as you can still eat, you can you can wash. That means even in the afternoon, even if you're eating the suda mafsekis, which you can eat, you can't eat basar, but you can eat, then mutalechas, and that's how we go. Uh, we, we don't say it's also, you could take a shower before tishabav, right, before tishabav. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's just say that, um, you know, maybe maybe it means lechas meaning with cold water, because during the nine days, people don't wash also. Does that mean, I mean, the whole thing of basar and yayin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what? We, we, yeah. Don't eat, we don't eat basar or drink yayin for all nine right. days. But, uh, yeah, but for the, really here, either they're talking about Shabbos or it's yeah, yeah, or or, or it's or, or you go with the or you go with the sheet of which is Mashman the Gemara Shvur Shachalbo. But even Shvur Shachalbo. No, no, but let's say it's uh, let's say it's let's say it's a it's a Friday or Shabbos. It has to be yeah, yeah. yeah. So then you're right. So it's, or Sunday, uh, Tishav a Sunday, let's say. If, if right, Tishav yeah. a right, Sunday, right, right. But then it's Shabbos, the Shabbos anyway. Then it's Shabbos anyway. Right, so he's saying if, even if you hold, even if you hold it, you're allowed to eat basar during the nine days. Right, right, right. I'm saying, but even if you hold it during the nine days, you're allowed to eat meat. So even if you'd say that, you still can't eat this kind of when stuff on Erev Tishba. It's not a minute. It's uh, it's it's the part of the Gemara. It's yeah, not, about what? Clearly, they're they're they were eating meat and drinking wine. Yeah, it's, hours, we don't. Oh, know so we're more. We had that the other day. We had that tomorrow in Shabbos tomorrow about that whole uh, about, about the Shiloh of when when you're you know if, is it is it for, is it during the Shvur Shachalbo or is it the nine days? So yeah, so that's the that's one way or another. It's either Shvur Shachalbo. No, no, no. We also we had the sheet yesterday that it's also the whole month. There was a sheet that you can't eat the whole month, right? So there's different opinions. This Gemara is. Clearly, they were eating during the nine. Yeah, days. yeah, nine days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember reading an article. No, no they, they there was a sheet in the Gemara. You can't eat the whole night. You right. can't eat meat the whole month, right? There was such a sheet in the whole month. They talking about meat there, or yeah, yeah. I think it was meat well, the whole month. Mat is yeah, but it's also the whole. I think it's I think it's meat also that they that you the can't whole eat month the whole month. The whole the whole mu- no the whole Prime. month period yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the Rashi, I, I think that the host means that. To wash for bread, to eat bread. Rashi says that because it's mutter to eat, you're allowed to wash even to eat bread. Where, which which, which Rashi are you referring to? Uh, so, so it says, Rashi Garcia, Reb Yishmael Barrios Yosi, Omar Mishum Aviv, and that the Lirchos, it's talking about the Sudo Mastechet, Lutar Lirchos. Right, Velo Garcin and Basar. Rashi says, yeah, all of them, they grow, also, everybody takes out the word Basar. Klamar, Fiu Bashas, Suda, Mafsik, Mutalirchatz, Hol, Mutalechol. 
Lirchotz means to wash your body, doesn't mean to wash for for bread. Yeah, that's the told you that. No, this means to wash to to wash period. Anyway, we hold you can wash uh, you can wash as long as you can eat. Like the like Rashita of Shah of Yossi, but it's not talking about washing teeth, it's talking about washing your body. So, uh, but again, the different minhagim, like we say, different minhagim came up, but there were different shitas, based on different shitas. When you, when, how long do you have to keep uh, tish above? Is it, how long do you, are you allowed to, uh, don't eat meat and drink wine? Uh, is it only during the nine days, or is it even, uh, or is it only, only shvur shechalbo, or, uh, or, or, or the entire nine days, or the whole month? Tarabana komets v'sanogas ba'ovel, noagas b'tishabav. Anything that's noag by an avelus applies to tishabav too, but Tishbab also has Asr Bachil You're not Asr to eat and drink during your Velas. But uh, Tishbab has the additional Isr of Asr Bachil But he means to add on Uvesicho Vinyasasandal Tashashmit to these other Isurim that you can't anoint yourself or, wa- or uh, wear shoes or have Tashmashamita. Those things are Asr uh, on, just like it's Asr for an Avel, those are Asr on Tishbab as well. During the Shiva, during the Shiva, yeah, 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 Asr Bachil Now, during Shiva, you're not Asr Bachil but those days, as so Rashi says, "Hani ain't no again ba'avel." The chashav nami yisum shino again ba'alavad mehani daniga ba'avel. Rechitz of asich, things like that that you can't wash, so you can't do those things also on tishabav. Right? V'asu likros b'tar ben vim k'suvim. You can't learn Torah, can't read Tanakh, Torah new k'suvim. Shas mishnah to learn mishnah mishnayis, but Talmud to learn Gemara. Uva medrash to learn midrashim, which are uh, you know uh, um, thing which medrash is also like the Gemara. It's written by Tanoim. Uh, uh, stories uh, based on, on the Chumash, Ubelachs uh, Vagaras, and learn Halachas or Agaras narratives. You're not allowed to. None of this stuff. We haven't been able to do it. No, on Tisha B'av we don't. No, no, not Tisha B'av. We're talking about on Tisha B'av. Also, yeah, yeah, right, so during those, during Abel, so also you can't do those things. During, during, during Shiva, during Shiva you don't do those things, right? Also, we're talking some, just Mishnah, you don't learn during, during Shiva. Yeah, but that's it's on the Yisnusham. It's only certain Mishnayis for for Mishnusham. But but it's not regular learning. You're not supposed to learn. You don't learn. You don't learn during during Shiva. Count the one that we do during the No, that's not that's not not necessarily that the Oval should be sitting there learning listening to it anyway. But nobody's listening. But that's okay. But that's that's simply that's not really learning. You're just saying the Mishnayis, you know, with the le- with the letters, with Nisham and all that. So it should be a schus for the Nisham. But not supposed to learn. So the Tanakam over here says. It's not halacha. You can read in a place that you don't really normally read. In other words, you can read part of Tanakh or part of the Gemara, whatever, in a place that you don't normally read. Or you can learn Mishnayis in a place you don't normally read. Right? Why is that? Because that's Tsar. To keep in the Tsar. Since it's going to be hard for you, there's Tsar. This is the Tanakhama. It's not how we paskin. We'll see in a minute. So, in other words, something that's, that's new to you that you have to figure out that's not going to be easy, you're not allowed to do that. That you're not allowed to do. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. That you're allowed you're to allowed. do. It says Kari because That you're allowed to because that's a tsar. You're not. You're not supposed to enjoyment. The idea is that Tanakh learning Torah gives you enjoyment. But if it's a hard, uh, hard toisvus or something like that, that it's not going to give you enjoyment. Then, you, then you're allowed to. That's what the Tanakhama says. We'll see. For Kari and you're allowed to read. You're allowed to read Lamentations. But Eov. In the story of Eov, uh, which is said, the sad parts of Yirmiya, talks about the Churban. That's what he's saying. And the children in Yeshiva, the Girsa is of most of the Rishonim. If you look in the little base there, that's from the Grub, but he also brings down from the, and the, the Girsa, the Rif, the Rosh, 
is Einim B'Telem, Divra Meir. And the Tinnus B'Shoragim, Einim B'Telem, they continue learning. Okay, they continue learning. And why? Because apparently that's also Tsar. That's, what the, that, that's the idea that uh, the Tanakama here, which is Divra Meir, which is Rameir, is saying that things that are difficult, that are not pleasurable, it's a hard piece, it's something, a new thing, or for children who is hard for them, that you're allowed to because that's not having a Tanuk. But that gears is, that's all divrei. If you look right below the Gemara, not at the bottom of the Gra, but gears of Ripara, Einim Mateum Bo Divra Meir, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, it's a machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Af Eino Karb Makam Shane. You're not even allowed to read the parts of Chomesh or Mishnah that you haven't learned before, that's going to be difficult, you can't do that. And Tinokash Mesh Rabbin, Ar Batel Bo, they stop learning, Mishim Shanemar, that goes on, Mishim Shanemar, Pekudu Hashem Misharim, the uh, the laws of God are straight. Mesam give you enjoyment. In other words, Torah always gives you enjoyment even on a difficult piece. So there's two shitas here. Rameyer says that you're allowed to learn difficult things and children should continue learning because it's, it's difficult for them. Rabbi says no. Uh, Rabbi Yudah disagrees. Dis- uh, you can't read anything. You can't learn any Torah. And Tenokah Shabbos are also Batele because the Torah gives you enjoyment, period. That's the halacha. The Torah gives you and he adds but the children should, right? Everybody agrees you could do that. The difficult, if you don't have the girsa, it's a little bit difficult to understand because if you say that Rabbi Yudah says, it has to be a machlokus, right? That, right. <laughs> no, not that there's a machlokus, but how how do you um, how do you uh, figure out that Tinoka should base Rabbam stop learning and the idea with the Tanakama that uh, you're allowed to learn things that are difficult, right? So if you have the gears of the way we read it, that um, uh, that. You're allowed to learn things that are difficult, right? But the children shouldn't learn because we don't teach the kids that stuff. What? Those children, Tinoch's Bejram, don't learn that stuff. No, no, no. We're talking about children learning Chumash. Tinoch's Bejram is talking about in general. You go to school. You go to school, you close off school. So if you read the way we have the Tanakama, the way we have the Tanakama, that... Uh, you're allowed to learn stuff which is difficult, right? Things that you haven't, you're allowed to, right? No, 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 period. No, 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 that's besides that, before that. You're allowed to measure, the parts that are difficult, you're allowed to, because that gives you tsar, and kinnis, and the yov, and all that stuff. And children, children should, shouldn't go to school because, because uh, for the children going to school, it's like you learning difficult things. The two things don't, it doesn't add up together. The answer is you have to say that Tanakh Rabbim ain't a betalin. That's the gear. So as our mayor holds, the things that are difficult, you're allowed to do. Whether you're an adult learning something you've ever learned or for children. Rabbi says, no, you shouldn't do any Torah and the children should learn any Torah on their level or on your level because Bikur Hashem Samchelev goes on everything. Now, that's the idea. For you, even if it's a difficult piece, and for children who are learning Chomish uh, or whatever. So again, you shouldn't eat meat or drink wine. Tana. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Just on Eov Kinos and No, 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 no. At this point, no, no. 
children never learn that stuff. Right. So I can learn it because for me as an adult, it's not no, wait, 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 wait. For, are you talking about May or Rebuta? Rebuta says, at the last point, the Rebuta says, Rebuta says, everything is Osir. Everything is Osir, except for Kinnis and things like that. Right. But you can't learn any Torah, even if it's a difficult piece. Right. And children shouldn't go to school at all. Right. The Tanakhama said, children should go to school because it's difficult for them. And you can learn things that are difficult for you. Mm-hmm. As I'm just trying to say, the two things have to work together. Mayor says yeah. that things that are difficult are okay because that's Tsar. That's what Rameyer said. We all like Rebuta. Machlokes Rameyer and Rebuta. Generally, go like Rebuta. But if we hear also, here also, Rameyer says things that are difficult you could do, and for children it's difficult to go to school. Whatever they learn in school, Chumash, Rashi, or or Aleph Beis, whatever they learn is difficult. Rebuta says no. Torah is Torah. Torah is Masamech Leiv, and therefore none of that. No, nothing for you, and nothing for the children. You're allowed to eat, we said, like you said before, that the, you're allowed to eat salty uh, meat or fish, whatever, something that's overly salted, that's not good for you. But you can drink wine that's not, hasn't been aged at all, right out of the vat. So what is the definition? What's considered, really, Rashi says, means it's going on, how long is it still good? In other words, if you age meat by salting it and preserving it, how long is it still good? A shlamim can be eaten for two days and a night, right? For two days and a night, which really means, which means like 36 hours, right? So that's, that's, so as long as it's like two days and a night, then it's still good. And shlam is called basar, Rashi says. That's called basar. Once it's been salted for more than that, it's aged, then it's no longer, then it's maluach. Then it's, then it's not good meat. It's not called meat anymore. It's called salty. What's wine that's like fresh and hasn't been aged that you can drink? Kosman Shitos, as long as it's still in the first process, first step of fermentation. While it's fermenting, uh, then it's not really good wine. So that's like, you know, it's like juice, whatever. It's like a hard it's worse juice, than juice. Worse than juice. It's very, <laughs> very difficult. So these things are difficult to eat and not good for you necessarily. So, Basamulich and Shosia Migito, that's okay. Tony, yeah. Through this grape juice, you'd be allowed to drink. Well, it depends. I don't know how they make grape juice. Is it, does it fer- grape juice is, uh, you, uh, Right, but it, does it ferment at all? While it's fermenting? Does wild have wine that wasn't completely wasn't, fermented? I, I don't drink it's wine terrible. at all. I don't know. Anyway, so the wine that's not, but if it's in the process of fermenting, and there's juices, I don't know if they ferment at all. No, but no, it, no, they just, says, you know, just this. Okay, so, so, yeah, so then you could. Tana yayin tosis ain't bomishim giloi. There's also no problem, you know, you're not allowed to drink any liquid that was left uncovered because you're afraid it because of a sakona, right? Chamura sakona miisura, right? Because sakona, because the snake might have put his venom in there. But if it's fermenting, the snake stays away from it. He's afraid of of wine while it's fermenting. He'll be afraid of the, he'll run away from the fermentation. So then there's no problem. If you have wine that's so bad that it's still fermenting, uh, there's no problem leaving it uncovered because a snake would stay away from there too. But comments, Rashi so, so? Says, yeah. He's talking about grape juice. Yeah, 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 yeah maybe, yeah, right, sweet. right, sweet, yeah. Because fermenting wine is not sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Okay, but comments, so Gimel Yom, three days. I'm Rabbi Yom, Rabbi Yom, Rabbi Yom, Rabbi Yom, Rabbi Yom, and the mission is Rabbi Yom, Rabbi Yom, what did he do? Erev Tishabov, Mephi and Lopas, we bring them some dry bread, the Melech and salt. 
He would sit between the oven and the stove. And he would drink a whole pitcher of water with it. Meaning, he sat in a very uncomfortable spot. It's this place that's smelly, menuval. It's a place that's very uh, unsavory. And he sat there, and he and it's to be mitzar himself. And he ate some dry bread and drink and just with water. The Doma Kamisha made him with a little fun of it, and, it was, it, and it was, he acted as if uh, he was uh, sitting in mourning for a, for a, a relative. We learn brachas that what they're in a place where they do is also brought in sachem perak makom shnagu, where they if they did the work if they do work on tishabav osim makom shnagu shalosos ena osim. In other words, you should go according to the minig makom. You shouldn't work if the minig is not to work. And in any place, even a place where they do work, tamer chacham b'teilim, tamer chacham should not should not work. They should set an example and show that they're that they're like an avelus. It's not considered yura. It's not considered arrogance to uh, make yourself like a tamachacham in that aspect. Normally, it's arrogant to show yourself like a tamachacham. But here, a person could uh, say a person should uh, make himself like a tamachacham, and he should also act as if he's an avelus on tishabav. Person should always make himself like a tamachacham. Today she is ana, so that he should be like afflicted. In other words, he should do like this also: eat very simply, acting and 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 try not to work. Even though, even though tishabav is not one of the nine days that the uh, Israeli government considers a uh, an automatic vacation day, you know, the, the holiday. But it's a good idea not to uh, not to work on tishabav or erev tishabav. As pardon, if they did consider it. Yeah. They would have to say it's a fast day, right? The only way they would consider it a ho- holiday from work is, is a fast day. But a fast well, day is a fast. The people right? would right. have to fast. People right. would have to fast. <laughs> they, would, they would make a declaration, right? If you don't fast, you're not in Tishabov. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you eat on Tishabav, it's as if you, it's as if, obviously it's not the same, Tishabav is Rabbanan, but it's as if you're eating and drinking on Yom Kippur. That's how severe it is. Rabbi Kiva Omer, so Rabbi Kiva says even more that if you do work, even if it minute is to work in your place, still you shouldn't work. And if you do work, you won't get any, you won't see any success from that work. And he doesn't mourn for Yerushalayim. will not eventually see the happiness of Yerushalayim being rebuilt. Shinemar, Simchas Yerushalayim, rejoice Yerushalayim to Gilu Bob and have joy in the color about all those who love it. Sisu Atamosos, you should also give another word for rejoicing and happiness, be glad. Kolomasab Malev, whoever mourns for it. Mikan Amru, here they say Kolomasab Yerushalayim, whoever mourns for Yerushalayim properly, Zoha Varobisim Chosa, will merit and see it's happiness. Vishayin Masabu Shalayim, and a person doesn't mourn in Shalayim, Enorobism Chasa, will not see its happiness. Whoever eats meat and drink wine on Tishabav, all because of Omer the Paschas, Vatiyav on Osam Altsmosam. That's really bad. That, that their, their sins will be on their bone. So the Mefarsh may ask here, the, the, the uh, Rabbi Tzadok Akohen asks, what does that mean? For thousands of years, Jews have mourned for Yerushalayim, and they didn't see the Simcha, they didn't see the Gula, so obviously it didn't happen. And if you're talking about in the future with Tchiyas everybody will rise for Tchiyas Everybody, even if they didn't work Mesabal, but they have a Zoha, they have a shared Olam right? Sadikim. So what does he mean here? That if you 
if you uh, mourn for Yerushalayim, you'll be zocha to see the you'll to see the gula, so to speak. You'll see the joy when it's when it's uh, when Yerushalayim is redeemed and will be Yerushalayim again. And if you don't, if you don't misable, you won't see it. What does that mean? So the Sadiq says that zocha baro is on is is in present tense. If you properly mourn right now, you can feel the gula coming. If you properly mourn now, you can feel the gula coming. Prepares it to a baby. It's a nice mushal that he gives here because the lashon itself doesn't make sense. But he say, if if you mourn for it, you'll be zocha to see it. Well, you're going to tell me it'll be Kiva Eger and uh, the Gra and Rashi and everybody else didn't mourn for it properly and they didn't see it in their lifetime. The answer is that means zocha raw means that you can feel it. If you if you properly mourn, you can feel what's going to happen in the future. Well, you're at, at the level. Simply ra'ui. Yeah, Ra'ui, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. To, but he says Zoha Viroet. Yeah, it doesn't say Ra'ui. He says Kolam Asalishlam Zoha Viroet. He will yeah. see it. Yeah. Sounds like Yerusha. He says, no, it's not not Yira. Viroet, he feels it right now. If you do it properly, you can yeah, feel the Gula coming. Rabbiuda says that you also have to uh, uh, have to turn over the beds. In those days in Avelis, we don't have that today. I mean, we, we sit low, but we don't. What they did is they turned over the bed. The way the beds were made, they were such that you could turn them over and basically you were sitting on the floor. So he says that you, part of Tisha B'Av also is that you should be like an avail. So he says, just like you're not supposed to, uh, more than an avail, right? And you, you don't eat and drink. But as we said, the other things that are also just like an avail, it's like Sicha, Rechitza, Nila Sasandal, Tasha Shemitah. He says also you got to turn over the bed like you are when you're an avail, sitting, we sit low on the ground, but they turned over their beds. Tanya Omer Allah of Yudasovilis Bracha, according to you, Ubrus Menikos, what about pregnant or nursing mothers, Mate Elaine? They can't sit on the floor. For them, it's difficult. But Tishrab Klum, Basuda Mafsikba, I'm sorry, uh, the next question, Ubrus Menikos, Shein Yachon, Lisha, and Algabi Karka. They can't sit, they, it's, it's not healthy. They can't, uh, they're, too, they're not well enough sitting on the ground. What about them? And apparently, you see that they're supposed to fast, right? We, Yushalayim, you find the Midig Yushalayim is women usually don't fast on the other fasts except for Tishabab. They don't fast on the other ones. Why? Because, because the idea was that, that either, they're, either they're nursing or they're pregnant. And if they're not, they must be sick, right? That's what they said. They must be sick. So therefore, therefore they, in one way or another, they don't fast. But Tishabab, you see, is supposed to fast. Over Samaritan, Matayalayim. I'm only talking about, Rabbi Yudas says, oh, I'm only talking about if you're able to. They're not able to. They're not well. They're like sick people. So then I'm only talking about that if they're not able to, you, you, I said, turn over the bed, sit on the ground if you can. If you're not able to, fine. And the Chamer also moted to Rebuda, according to this Brisa, the Chamer moted to Rebuda when you're able to. Even Rabbi Yudah say, if you're able to, yeah, you should turn over the bed. So what's the difference? If the Chamer moted to Rebuda when they're able, and Rebuda's moted them when you're not able, so what's the difference between them? The other beds in the house, the ones that you're not sitting on. Are you supposed to turn them In other words, when it comes to, generally, when it comes to Avelis, supposed to turn over all the beds in the house, not just the one you're sitting on. So that's the machlokas. The Rebuter says, all the beds. If you're able to, you should turn over all the beds. If you're able to sit on the ground, you should turn over all the beds, even the ones you're not sitting on. The Chacham say only the bed you're sitting on. Um, Rav, Rav says, though, he doesn't agree with this b'risa that says that Rebuter, the Chacham or Mordech Rebuter, he says, Hilchosah ketana didan. That looks like tani don, which, which, who say, meaning kol iker. It means like, kama kol iker. 
Rashi Tosfos says that Pira ain't so achlik vasamita at all. Meaning, not like this price. This price has said that the Chamer Motor Rabbi if you're able to, you should turn over the bed. No, our Mishnah just said they're not Motor to him at all. You don't turn over the bed. It's not that kind of avails. Amr Rav Shimon Ben Gamliel Lo Yom Tov Yisrael Bechamisha Also Ba'av Ukriyam Kippur. So the end of Mishnah said that the the fifteenth of of Av Tuba Av and um, and uh, Yom Kippur were like the happiest days of the year. Lo Yom Tov Yisrael Bechamisha Ba'av Yom Kippur that Menachem Yisrael would go out and they would remember borrow each other's clothes not to be not to embarrass the ones that didn't. They all went out in these white clothes and they danced and they said. You know, don't look at beauty. Look at uh, look at uh, family. Look at uh, midos and uh, find a good husband, etc. And find a good wife. Choose choose a wife that that has good midos. That's what happened on those days. So bishlam yom kippurim. I understand why they did this. Yom kippur is considered a happy day. Mishum is based because on that day we are all forgiven. So everybody has like a clean slate. So we understand why people are happy that day. It's really a day of happiness. The day of Slicha Mechila. It's not a day in which we are simply look at it being judged like on Rosh Hashanah. The, true, the final judgment is on Yom Kippur, but basically we, we are atoned for on Yom Kippur. Right? So we understand why it's a good day. Also, Yom Shibbo Luchas Achronus. The last Lucha, the second set of Luchas were given on that day. And Rashi explains the Cheshben that, remember, like we had the other day on Friday, we said that they, Moshe went up on Zion, Sivan, and came down on Yud, on Yud Zayin, on, on Shavas or Batamas, that's when he broke the Luchos, right? He went on Sivan, came down 40 days later. Then he went back up the next day, and he came, and he started, and he came back down 80 days later. And Rashi explains, because 40 days, it says, Hashem, uh, right? Rashi, that's the Chumash says that. Uh, he prayed, Moshe went up for 80 days. He prayed for 40 days, and then the other 40 days, he, had, he got the Torah again. So that was a total of 80 days. And if you do the Cheshben from the 18th of, of Tammuz, the day after Shabbos of Tammuz, you went back up, so you have 12 days in Tammuz. Then what you have, Sivani Yar Sivat Tammuz, of and Elul. So you have the months of of and Elul, which is approximately, let's say, 60 days, 60 and 12. Comes out really once Chaser, so it's 71. Then you have the nine days of Tishrei. And then Yom Kippur is 80 days. So we came back down on, the second looks were brought down on Yom Kippur. So we understand why it's a day of happiness. It's a day of Slicha Mechila. It's also a day which we have Luchas Ronas. Elatuba of Mahi. What happened on the 15th day of Av? So here we have a bunch of different things which are going to lead us into tomorrow's Gemara about what happened on uh, the 15th of Av. Different cheetahs are brought down. They don't necessarily argue with one another, but there are different things that happen of happiness of, on the 15th. What is that? Amir Mishmuel. Yom Shif Shvatim Lovaz That's the day that the Shvatim were allowed to intermarry. Why? Because originally they weren't supposed to intermarry. There was a story with Bel Safad that they didn't have, they, were no, they had no brothers, and if they would marry other tribes, their Yerusha from their father. Remember, Bel Safad got the Yerusha from the father, that's so we get, through them we got the halachas, that if a man has no uh, sons, the stuff goes, his nachla goes to his daughters. Uh, but but I mean, if they get married outside of the tribe, then it'll, it'll go over to their husbands if they have no children. Uh, or, or if they do have children, still, if they marry another tribe, it'll go. It'll leave their tribe and go to their husband's tribe. So my gosh, but that day they allowed. So at the time of Tzlafchad, they weren't allowed to intermarry different tribes. But this day, in other words, there was you were allowed to do more shaduchim, right? It was like you, all of a sudden you had a bigger universe. Till then, you could only marry within your tribe. After this day, from Tubab, that the Paskin in the next generation, you were allowed to marry 
intertribe marriages. My darsh, how did they how did they how did they allow that? They dash like this. This is the word that Hashem commanded Rosafchad that says, take people from your own tribe, the only married within your own tribe. Because it says, this thing is what Hashem commanded. But the generations that came afterwards were not bound by that, by that rule, and they were allowed to marry people from other tribes. So that was a day of great simch. All of how a sudden. How did they know that was uh, Tubal? Oh, how did they, that was their Kabbalah, that it happened on Tubov. It's not brought down how, but that, that happened on that day. That's when they decided on that day. Zemir, that they, they were, they, that was a lot of day that the, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu got up in Paskin that it's okay. Yishim, Fishim, Nishbu, Yisrael. Yeah, that's going later on. But Rashi, right. That was the Kabbalah that he had. That was what Rabbi Rishmuel said. That was the day that they, that they Paskin, you're allowed to intermarry. He says another opinion. You know, it's not Rabbi Yosef like he disagrees, but it's another thing. There was a famous uh, a tragic story with Pilegish Begiva and the tribe of Binyamin who had sinned were forbidden to intermarry. So it says that they and later on they they allowed to marry the daughters of Binyamin. Israel or that they wouldn't allow the people of Binyamin to marry their daughters. Nobody should give your daughter to from the tribe of Binyamin. This is clearly after they allowed intermarriage between the different tribes. But Binyamin was, so to speak, put in cheirim and forbidden. And they, then he said, Ishmael, there was a, they, had made, they had sworn, And in this day, on Tuba'av, in this time, later on, in, in the time of the Nevi'im, uh, they later, you know, later on they said uh, you are allowed to marry now into the tribe of Benjamin. My daughter, what was the drush? We said in our generation, none of us who are around today should give our daughters to Benjamin because of the story of Pelikish Begiva. But in the later generations, our children they could give their daughters to Benjamin. So that that was uh, it was another day of happiness that you know, I guess of joy that either the their marriage universe got bigger, more shidduchim were available. Or simply that there was peace and harmony among the tribes. Omar Rab Barachan Rab Yochanan and the Gir says Rab Dimi Bar Yosef Omar Rab Nachman Yom Shekolah Bameisem Midbar. Famous story that there was the days that the Meisem Midbar, the six hundred thousand people left Mitzrayim. Basically, they uh, they were all supposed to die out before they came into Eretz Yisrael. Right? Who was a like Kolev and uh, Yoshua and a few others uh, survived, but uh, Leviah maybe, but uh, most of them died out. The great majority. So what happened was that was the 15th day of mid that, that happened to Omar Mar. Now here you know how what happened. Hashem did not speak directly to Moshe in the old way of Peh 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 while the people were dying. In other words, because of the sin and because everybody was dying, Moshe at Har Sinai, Moshe spoke to Hashem Peh Peh before Sinai and at Sinai. But after while they were dying out, he didn't speak to them. When they all died out, then by Yadav Eli, Eli Hayadibur, the Dibur was directly to me, not like in a Chalom or a Gimgum, Rashi says, but Hashem spoke directly to me, Lashon Chiba, of Yichud and Chiba, that Shem Dokretin, when they all died. So what happened? But why was that the 15th that they stopped dying? So Rashi brings down the famous Gemara, that what happened was that they knew people were going to die. Tishabah was the day of infamy, right? That was the day that they were, uh, of the Miraglim. And we, like we said yesterday, that it was a day that was going to be always uh, bad things are going to happen. Both, both, both. Yeah, pardon? 
By Abahu, and, and they said, you, you died for no reason. You, you cried, cried for no reason. reason. I'm going to give you reasons. And both Basim Legions were destroyed that day and the other things that happened in those days. And this is what, and so what happened by the 15th of Av, and so every year, Tishabov, they all, uh, he said, dig graves. Everybody should dig themselves a grave and stain it. Whoever doesn't rise up the next morning, because you're going to die, you're all going to die out. So you want to get buried, make sure you dig yourself a grave before. And every Tishav, they would wake up in the morning after Tishabov, and 15,000 people approximately would die out. That's how you had it over 40 years. That's how you get 600,000 people died. So what happened was, this year, in the, like, in the 40th year, nobody died. They got up after Tishabov and the 15th and the uh, Yud Ba'av, nobody died. So they said, well, maybe, maybe we made a mistake. Maybe it wasn't Tishabov. Maybe today is Tishabov. Because they couldn't tell for sure. Maybe they made a mistake with the uh, being Mekadosh Chodesh. So they did, they did the same thing on the 10th, 11th, the 12th. By the 15th, there was a full moon, right? On the 15th, there was a full moon. They know it's got to be past Tishabov now. Still, nobody died. Oh, that's a sign that everybody was going to die is dead. So that was a dead, it's died, and now that's it. So the, the curse of the, uh, of, uh, of the people dying out is over now. They've all died out. And Hashem spoke to Moshe directly now. That was the day of Simcha. Ula Amar, Ula says, Yom Shebitl Hoshea ben Ola. Hoshea ben Ola himself was not a good person. He was a Russia, says, Vayasa Rabbanei Hashem. But he wasn't as bad as the other Malchai Israel, meaning that he allowed the people to be Ola Regal to make their pilgrimage. Yom Shebitl Hoshea ben Ola, Prusdoos. He says with a Samach and Argomar, it says like a, we have it really with a Zion that was like we had on Friday, right? That the uh, that they um, put the guards that you weren't allowed to bring the Bikurim. The Romans had put guards; you couldn't bring the Bikurim. So this is also uh, like you said, Yeravim Ben Avot put guards up. Shehoshiv Yeravim Ben Al that he put guards up on the pass. Shalayal Yisrael the Regal. They should be able to make a pilgrimage to the Shalosh Regalim. So Yerav Menat had done that; had put guards up, not allowing the people to come into to to Shalayim. And Oshea Ben Allah, who was also a Russia, but he wasn't as bad as Yerav Menavot. So uh, it was the day that Oshea Ben Allah he had uh, took away those guards and allowed the people to come up. Amar let them go up wherever they want. They want to go up to the uh, idols. They go up to the idols. They want to go up to the base of Megiddo. Let them go up to the base of Megiddo. So that was also a day of joy. That was also this. So all these happens on Tubaav. All these things, the days that uh, the that the uh, after Melosofcha, that all the tribes were allowed to intermarry, the day when Binyamin uh, was allowed to marry, and people from Yom were allowed to marry the other Jews, uh, the day when all the Mesei Midbar, the people who died, the six hundred thousand stopped dying, or the day when Hashem and Ola took away the guards. These are all days of happiness uh, that um, uh, that happened on Tubaav, and tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem, on tomorrow's off, we'll see. More of things, more things of happiness that happen on Tubav. That's why it's considered one of the one of the happiest days of the year. And we don't say Tachnun, right? And the women don't go out anymore with the dresses, but we don't say Tachnun on that day. It's a day of happiness. All right, tomorrow Mitzvah Shem will make a siyum. Make sure you bring a Gemara Megillah tomorrow because we'll start Megillah. And uh, Tuesday we said Tuesday is uh, a short uh, fast day, so we start to and get six. So we'll start a little bit of uh, tomorrow's uh, Megillah Dapes. We'll start a little bit of it tomorrow, so we'll be able to finish that Beis and Hashem on Tuesday. Have a good day, everybody. Shavuot Tov.